What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blips Podcast. We in the Fight Club today, and it's not often you see the three heads in this motherfucker. Amigo! We all in this bitch today. It's a fucking special occasion, one of the biggest cards of the year. We were hyped when they got announced. We've been waiting for this fight. David Benavidez versus Caleb Plant card. We're breaking it all down. Before we get into it, go down, like, and subscribe. Drop your comment of who you think is going to win so you can talk your shit later. And as always, these are your hosts. I'm Paul. Pick a win of concert. I'm joined with. What's going on, boys? It's your boy, Prime Time Penley, man. We got a big card here. We got a little surprise guest. Yes, sir. Hello, man. Hey, man. I be feeling like a guest for real, man. Y'all boys be treating me too good on the boxing cards, man. It's everybody's favorite boxing casual. You feel me? The big dog, big boxing shit, your boy. Kev Waterboy Savoy talking that shit with you. And you know, I only pull up for two reasons, Canelo. And if my dog, and if it's some real motherfucking beef going down right here. And that's what we got Caleb Plant, Benavidez. The, the fighters hate each other. The camps hate each other. I think at this point, the motherfucking, the monies, the money, the bags that everybody's gonna get, their purses hate each other. Like, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a straight up slobber knocker, but probably were you trying to tell me earlier that this whole card is gonna be fine? As a boxing casual, I don't understand how that works. How does a boxing? How, do, how does the Showtime put on a banger of a card of an entire card? See, I'm not gonna lie. This, I'm happy I got the boxing channel with Marcus because we can actually talk boxing. And because then that UFC group chat, bro, they be shitting on boxing so much. I'd be like, bro, I might leave low key. You're lucky bro. I'm not in there, bro. I swear to God, I will go it hard on the floor, wrestling motherfuckers, bro. But, no offense. But this card, we got two prospect fights where both of them, both sides, is literally a pick and fight. And Chris Colbert versus Jose Venezuela and Joey Spencer versus Jesus Ramos. And both of them, uh, Jose, uh, I mean, Jesus Ramos, Joey Spencer, both undefeated, both putting up the undefeated streak on the line. It's literally a pick them. Uh, both, both of them are making noise. Jesus Ramos is 150. This is at 154. This is like his third fight at 154. He's been getting bigger and bigger. He started off at 147. He's been moving up in weight. And then uh, the other fight, Chris Colbert and Jose Venezuela, word in this town is like they're both coming off losses. They're both young prospects. Typically, you give these young prospects some time to get right again and get a couple more dubs before they, they fight another 50-50 fight. But instead, they're throwing these cats back into the fire and it's winner go home at this point. You winner probably gets another gets to go on a, a title shot run if he gets some more wins. Loser, it's time to leave town, buddy. That's crazy. I was actually talking to my dog JP about that. This is a when I first came into boxing, I came in with a mindset of like, yo, the best people don't really fight each other like that. You just find the good fighters that you like and you just make sure you tune into their card. But recently, yes. I feel like a lot of hitters have been fighting other hitters. I think that's just like. I, I call it a COVID effect. I feel like after COVID, everybody kind of want to see each other. We're trying to unify championships. We want to hold it down. Boxing's kind of been the best, and it's kind of most. It's kind of as alive as it's been in a while. So like, this is crazy to see people just consistently. Even the prospects are fighting against other prospects. Like, I don't think I've ever seen two undefeated fighters fight against me. No, I wouldn't say ever, but not often do I see two undefeated fighters actually fight each other. And they're not like event. it's not. I think the best part to look at this card or the best thing that stands out to me is like 
prospects actually willing to get in the ring with other high-level prospects. It's not just that these are finally, like, step-up fights for some of these guys. And some of those fights, like you, you said, are 50-50 fights. It's not just, oh, we want to see a prospect go out there and shine and pat his record or you want to display something like, like these guys are willing to get in there with someone else that's trying to do the same exact shit. So it's like, man, that is what gets me hyped, bro. And this is one of those cards where you, it's not a typical where you got to wait till 11 or 12, tune into the main event only. Tune into that bitch early. You're going to see some action for real, bro. There's going to be a lot of shit flying. Chris Colbert, man, I want to see what he bounced back. I think he goes by prime time also. Yes, sir. But I want to see how if he could bounce back. Um, Spence, I fuck with him. This is a step-up fight for him. There's a lot of 50-50 fights for real, bro. That's actually – it's crazy. I didn't even – Paul reminded me about this card this today. I, I didn't even really look into it that deep for real, but stat card, especially for boxing, some UFC shit. Uh, you know I love me some Showtime cards because they always don't have that all-access when it's a hitter-hitter of a main event. all-access. That shit popped up with my shit, like, nah. maybe two, three weeks ago. Like, I mean, okay, they, Caleb playing Benavidez. Oh, I can't that wait was to watch this episode. I can't yeah. wait to watch this press conference. One thing that uh, I just think is even crazier is, like, some of these fighters, they're talking about could really take over the division. Like, Joey Spencer's been making mad noise, and so is Jesus Ramos. And, like, when what I is that? It, What is that one fit? Is that the 50s? Uh, Joey Spencer, the 154. Okay, okay. That's like, they're talking about like two more wins, and they're not like they're kind of deserving of a title shot. No, nah, definitely. I feel like that fight is definitely winner is a contender type shit. And just look at the odds. So uh, I'm gonna go check the odds real quick. Uh, Joey Spencer plus one eighty five. My boy Jesus Ramos plus, minus two fifty, and the other fight Chris Colbert minus one thirty five. Venezuela plus one hundred five. Like literally, these are as close as they get in the boxing world. And you don't see that from young guys, bro. They need to start. This is, needs to be the regular. Guys need to, I mean, I understand it too, but stop worrying about so much on the zeros and trying to be like on some Floyd shit. Sometimes you got to go out there and test your skills, man, see where you're at. That shit, that shit puts on good entertainment. So, so you're rocking with, uh, I mean, we're not making picks, but it sounds like you're rocking with Cobra. It sounds like that's your guy. I want to go with Colbert because I've seen some shit back a couple way back when Jit was an am, amateur on Netflix. I think that's him, bro. I could be wrong. Hopefully, I'm not wrong, but pretty sure that was Jit. He was like, like an amateur then and like when he first turned pro and like he his career was supposed to be big and all this. He's a, like, I'm pretty sure he'd be talking shit. So I, and then he got that embarrassing knockdown and ended up losing that fight and that kind of like, stalled his career so I kind of want to see if he's able to bounce back and show what people know him for so yeah I'm rocking with Chris I I hopefully that's the right shit I'm talking about because that'd be bad if it ain't I got Venezuela only because he rocks with Benavidez he's in Benavidez camp he's always in the gym with homeboy that's they they two peas in a pod from what I hear they got this uh they be training with the same people and he's also a heavy-handed fighter he's not throwing combinations like that but he's a heavy-handed right. And uh, Colbert's like, he should be at 130, but he's moving up to 135. And I just think sometimes when those little small guys move up, they get knocked back down. Yeah, see, I'm right. Okay, I just wanted to double-check real quick, fact-check real quick. It is legit that was on Netflix. So, yeah, I'm rocking with her. 
And I mean, his one loss was the Hector Garcia, who was part of the year last year. And just and guess who? That was the guy uh, Tank just fought. Yeah, I'm he was sure. fine in the ring, but I haven't. The co-main event before we hop into the main event: Cody Crowley, twenty-one and zero, Canadian boxer. You don't see that often. One forty-seven, talking about he could be contender. He's fighting Abel Ramos, twenty-seven five and two. But Ramos, I mean, his losses are to Ugas. And his last loss, his last fight, Luke Santa Maria, but he beat Omar Figueroa Jr. So, I mean, he's not, he's, I think he's just like a gatekeeper for this. He does a test. Like, get this guy tuned up at 147 a little bit more before he moves on to like a real fight. Excellent. I, I, I like Ramos in this fight. No, but, man, no, Cody Crowley, 21 and Obi, like, be cooking shit. No, I like Ramos. For real? Yeah. Yeah, you fuck Ramos like that, or you just don't fuck with Crowley? Nah, nah, I'm just fuck. I'm just, I don't know, man. That's just the pick I'm feeling. But I, I know uh, Crowley. I'm pretty sure what I, I heard on a Sean Porter podcast, uh, Sean was sparring him. I could be wrong though, but I mean, Chris probably going. I mean, Crowley's probably gonna pull that bitch off. But I'm alright with Ramos, man. Fuck it. All right. That's all a good. That's a that's a code, right? Co-main event, yeah. Ramos is like he's a seasoned veteran. Like he can make it tricky. He's that's what I'm saying. Dog. That's a good test though for uh, Crowley. That's my hot. That's my pick. Fuck it. Right, but I just wanted to get all that out of the way. I gotta spark this up because this is the fight everyone's here for. This is the fight that's packing the seat. David Benavides, twenty six and zero versus Caleb Plant, twenty two and one. I mean, Caleb Plant, knockout of the year last year. Fucking buried David Morrell. That shit was probably one of the coldest things. I, he's one of the smoothest white boys I've ever seen. And then... Lowrider. Benavidez, I mean, two-time champion. The only, time, the only reason he don't have his belts is not because he got beat. Because of that dust. And, <laughs> and fat <being> shit. Fat. <laughs> fat fucking snorter. Nah, I'm just fucking with it. <laughs> Shit, hey, I mean, who want to start off first? Man, man? I'm There's like a lot Kevin, to dig in. I know Kevin's here for this one reason, so I, I want to hear. I want to hear the take. I want to hear the smoke. I want to hear the, hey, the floor. Oh my gosh! So first off, appreciate appreciate y'all, boy. The chemistry that we have is something that is just really unfuckwithable. But the fucking this fight is gonna be a fucking banger because. Benavidez is a monster. We know this. He's two-time champ, still walks around with his belt. He's going for, he wants the third. He wants to see Canelo. He thinks everybody's scared of him. He is the definition of the truth. And he's proved it. He has, I couldn't tell you everything great about Benavidez, but he's a problem. Every fight I've seen, he's gotten him to brought out of there immediately. But Caleb Plant is a respectable, humble beast. Like he's not, he doesn't back down to Benavidez. He's not scared of Benavidez. He respect and, is, and he's not going to let Benavidez get under the skin. He still respects, bro. He understands he's a good fighter. But he, in his mind, so he's like, yo, I'm going to make him look like my bitch. And I got Caleb Plant in this fight, homie. I res- I love Caleb Plant. I saw him. My first introduction to him is when he fought Canelo. And the fact that Canelo beat him, but, but he gained Canelo's respect meant a lot to me watching this. You know, as a Canelo fan motherfucking watching that motherfucker like yo this dude is a problem and then the next and then he takes a lot of time off and the next fight he gets fucking knocked out of the year 
Caleb Plant is slowly turning into like one of my top top 10 favorite boxes straight up just because he's respectable he's a humble dude and he's not taking no bullshit from nobody and he's gonna he's just gonna go home and fucking train and this fight is gonna be is it gonna be like this fight is gonna show like yo i'm the, i'm one of the big dogs in the division i'm going to get my belt back and i'm probably gonna get a couple more to add with that motherfucker boy yes sir okay I, I fuck with the pick man not a lot of people are rocking with clint because they because because they stumps, you feel me? We we plants, they stumps. <laughs> or they <laughs> team plant, huh? Shit, man. All right, I'll go. Um to go back, one thing I gotta say though is funny as fuck, because it's still funny to me. I know is that video of Caleb Plant asking Canelo, is he good in the middle of a fucking fight? That shit will always make me laugh. I don't give a fuck. But I'm a huge plant guy now. Mental war. <laughs> But Plant, bro, like, going to, like, through, like, his story, his background, like, shit like that, bro, always gets me going about a fire because, like, man, that shit is real motivation and for real. But this fight is nasty, bro. And it's crazy because we kind of been, like, expecting this fight for a minute. And now it's finally here. This shit is really about to happen this weekend. But David, bro, big, what do they call him, the Mexican monster? Oh, yeah, right. The Mexican monster. I'm trying to find his other. El Bandera Rojas. Okay, well, I'm rocking with the monster one. But fuck, bro. Like, dude is only 26 years old, I think. 25 or some shit. He's already got, like, you when you see him in the ring, you think, like, this man's got, like, he's, like, in his, his 30s or something. Got hella fights. Like, he's so experienced. He's been in the fight game since he was a jit. His older brother, his pops, like, they... He's known for having these crazy gym war stories. You go all the way back when he's like a 15, 17-year-old busting up grown man, just having crazy gym wars. And, like, his brother was supposed to be the chosen one, and it turned out to be his little broski. So it's like this man's nothing to fuck with. And like Kev said, man, people are saying, is Canelo scared of this man? Shit, he might be. But we know Plant ain't right now. (laughs) But well, I'm a, I want to say two keys for both guys to win, bro. I think Plant can pull off the win, and he can't let the crowd. It's something I heard on uh, Sean Porter's podcast, and actually, like, I was like, damn, I didn't even think about that. Don't fucking get in a firefight with David Benavidez. Like, even though, like, they call it that swing hands for a reason, you feel me? But <laughs> I, I wouldn't get it if I was Plant, man. Stay back on that back foot, kind of like how he was doing with uh Canelo in those first couple rounds. He was he was boxing Canelo real nice until like he started to take some more shots. But man, just box him, bro. Stay on the outside and able to pick your shots. Come in, come in with the count, uh counter shots, and I feel like he he should do that instead of trying to get into a brawl, even though it might turn into a brawl because all the beef. And I mean, and then for David, bro, I think David's going to have to, he's going to come in. I think he's going to come forward. I think he's going to try to throw like awkward shots, angles, and be trying to press the fight, but, and then slowly break down Caleb, man. I really, I mean, bro, it's hard to really pick the winner of this fight. To me, it's 50 50, even though we say that about a lot of big fights, but. I mean, the odds aren't too, uh, um, Benavidez minus 300, plant plus 225. 
I'm rocking with that boy David Benavidez, bro. Like, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it now. He's the best Mexican boxer right now. He's cooking Canelo, bro. He is. He might. There, the plant. You think plant can fight on the outside? Like Benavidez already got the reach advantage, and he and he's gonna be the one coming forward with. Like, I just. I just don't see it. And the scariest part about Minamitas is he has the, some of the fastest combinations. He's not throwing two. He's throwing four to six to fucking maybe eight, bro. He's throwing his – he's letting his hands go. That's the best part about him, bro. And it's, and it's not no – like, Caleb Plant lets his hands go, but he's not – I mean, he knocked out Morel, but he's not known for, like, the heavy hand. Like, Minamitas lets his hands go, and every shot is killer intent. Like, I've seen the clip when he knocked out old dude – Um. And the old boys on the fucking road getting blasted and shit, getting blown out the ring, bro. Like, Benavidez is a different breed of boxer, bro. He is really, like, I love I love for him to beat Plant. And honestly, I don't think he'll ever get the Canelo fight because Canelo's so tied up with B-Ball and other shit right now. And it might just age out. But he'll always be wanting that Canelo fight. And I really like him because, like, we saw B-Ball be able to tag him from a distance. And I think if Benavidez is able to do the same game plan, I can't – I don't see Canelo knocking him out. Like, like Benavidez got a nice chin. Like, he's, he's a Mexican fighter, but there ain't no such thing as a Mexican fighter that ain't got a solid chin. Fucking granite. I'll wait. I'll wait, for, I'll wait for you to tell me one. I'll wait. So, and he's still in his prime. I mean, he – Technically, had layoff. I mean, he got healthier because he only had one fight last year, and that shit was over in three rounds. He homeboy had a uh, stoppage in the third round, a corner stoppage or whatever. So, I really like him to just put Plant down here. Like it's gonna be a KO, and it's gonna be nasty KO the year incoming, bro. And then he's gonna carry. He's gonna bury Plant, bro. I'm telling you, I, I'm seeing. The, the crazy part is, I, bro, I've been kind of like saying that also leading up to this. Like, I felt like ben, Benavidez is gonna fuck him up, but man, I'm feeling different this fight, bro. It's Caleb feeling... Plant coming out with the Freddy Krueger. Is she coming out with the Freddy Kruegers on? Because those are some of the right. hardest boxing shoes I've ever seen. Bro, that boy Plant got sauce. But I'm feeling different, man. I'm I'm gonna go with I'm going with Plant, even though I've been rocking the Ben Benavidez train for a while, saying he's gonna fuck up the whole division, all this crazy shit, knocking out dudes. But man, I don't know, man. I feel different about this fight. Even and I think I even was talking shit about Plant when he was going to fight Canelo, sweet hands boy. But I don't know. I think I think Plant is gonna get up for this fight. I think him going 11 rounds with Canelo really helped him. I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna. I'm not gonna spotlight the knockout with Darrell too much because Darrell got knocked out like a couple of times before then. So, yeah. So that chin was ready to go. But you also can't hate on the move. That boy fucking went to the body, left hook to the body, left hook to the fucking chin, bro. Rocked his ass. So like, Plant is so crispy and clean. So like, I just hope. He could just stay on his maybe on his back foot, counter punching, and I can't see him going to a, a fucking brawl like a, a firefight with David because that could get ugly. Because like you said, David's gonna throw them five, eight combos, and that last one is gonna fucking rock your ass. 
the first but yeah, I'm not gonna get a rock yeah, that's my, my, my take. Better be this is a dog. He's a dog and a half. You if once he fights Canelo, he'll probably be two dogs because they're two dogs. But Plant, I really feel like his camp really has something for this fight. I think they came in with the game plan. I think they're training right. And I think they're respecting Benavides for being a fucking Terminator that he is. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to go in there, and I think they're going to come with the mindset, we got to get this split decision, so we got to win these, win these rounds. We got to win every round we can. We can't get the first. Let's get the second. All right, we got the second. Let's get the third. All right, and then so on. Like, they're going to keep they're going to do it. And I feel like the plan's going to be able to adapt. But I feel like Benavidez is just going to be the best version of Benavidez. Like, he's going to be that. But I think plants, they have their camp, and they're going to be much looking to adapt. Like, okay, he's really letting them bitches go. All right, let's try this. Okay, that didn't work. Let's try this. Okay, we won that round. Let's keep it up. Let's keep the pace. Push the pace. Let He's coming in. Let him come in counter. Like, I don't know. I feel like. I'm looking at Plant from a whole, maybe it's because I watched the all action, but I'm looking at it. They really sat down and thought about this fight before they took it, and they took this fight because they know this was a fight they could win. When my boy Benavidez gets this dumb. No one else, because Boo-Boo ain't going to fight him. Boo-Boo Andre ain't fighting nobody. Um, Billy Joe? Billy Joe Saunders? Okay. Um, boy, his eyes still fucked up. Uh, John Ryder might get killed by fucking Canelo in Mexico in an upcoming main event, and then like who who, who else is left? Like and once he beats Plant, like he has to fight Canelo, and I don't know that's happening. And he said he might move up to one seventy five, and he moves up to one seventy five. I like him to spark everybody except Bivol, especially if he lets Paterbi have age a little bit. But Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to 175 because bro is only 26, man. He's going to get – That's why I like, want to see this Canelo fight before he does go to 175 because there's no one else left, really. Like, the boo-boo's not taking the fight. I I, I mean, I I will – You got the other Charlo. The other Charlo was the big Charlo. Big Charlo, but isn't he still injured? I don't know. I'd be, I'd be – no, I think that's little Charlo that's injured. But these niggas are think- going you niggas were born 10 minutes apart. I hate y'all. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> which one is the big one? They're twins. Well, the big oh, one is 160. Yeah, weight class. One, yeah, I go by weight class. 168 and other one's uh, 154. I always forget. I think Jamel is the 154, but don't quote me. Which one is the top 10? I think that's Jamel. Well, 154 because he's undisputed. Yeah, that's 154. And then the other one, like that. I don't know, man. Fuck no, them. I, the, the twins should be fucking me up. 154 is undisputed. He's ranked top. I don't know his name. <laughs> but Charlo. I was gonna say, I don't think older been I don't think older Charlo's being taken apart. Maybe he would. Maybe we'll get the Charlo fight. That's the only one who I could see potentially being man enough to get Benavides. Uh, Charlo doesn't have a belt, does he anymore? Mm, no, I don't I don't think so. No, nah, he can't because I mean Canelo's undisputed at 168. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he sure. can't have a belt. That's crazy. But Canelo, I think that um if Benavidez were to be plant and Charlo, <sighs> there's nothing nobody could do about it. That's for real. That's for even real. if they even fight, man. People are gonna spook to that boy. They, they ain't for longer. different. 
We we belong to I was I was seven. Yeah. I don't even want to. I don't even want to diss my fellow Puerto Rican. Uh, yeah, but I mean, this is a, a bullshit to the side. Great fight, Showtime doing their fucking thing. You don't see fights like this, let alone cards like this. And usually, when you do, it's top rank. Like top rank has been known to be putting up these nice cards. So Showtime's putting their hat in the ringer of putting up some good promotions this year. And we already seen nice. Fury kind of fall out. So I'm kind of happy that at least some of the fights that was promised is actually happening because we still Can got we to talk about it two minutes. Like, bro, what the fuck? Fury's a bitch, man. That's all I got. Yeah. Fury. Yeah, that shit, oh, shit. that shit sucks. So I be gassing Fury, dog. Like I'm one of the ones that be like, I, I love with that. Yeah, I fuck with the Jitsi King, but man, this shit, you can tell that boy does not want to fight with Sick. Bro, I'm the I'm a Wilder fan. I've watched him, him and Fury three times. I I'm supposed to say every single thing about Tyson Fury, but it's impossible. This man is a fucking entertainer. He goes out and after one wins, he sings. Motherfucking can move the way he does. And he's big as fuck. And he just doesn't look. And the fact that he came back from what he came back from. Like, this man is the fucking him. He is whatever he is. But he's holding up that belt, man. It's either you fight that, let that be undisputed. Or you go go ahead and vacate that thing and retire, homie. Like, pick pick or two. Go fight Francis Nuganu. But the fact that he made the 70-30 split. Usyk still took it. He said, you got to give a million to the people in Ukraine. On the road. They keep pulled, They said, we can do it in your city, no problem. Give me a date, April 29th, bet. I'll be ready. And then this motherfucker, what was the, I want to know, what was the rematch clause on the thing that happened? Uh, Usyk want to get a rematch, I think it was. And but wasn't that like a dispute or something? Wasn't that one I think I think it, wasn't it Um, the rematch if... Fury lost, I think then there would be a 50-50 split, and I think there was beefing on that. Or if it was... And then I, know, I don't know if Tyson know Fury was Usyk trying to get... I know get a rematch clause because of the fact everyone was saying Fury wants it to be in his hometown with no rematch clause because, you know, hometown cooking judging can always... Yeah. But then Tyson was trying to get a rematch clause, and then that's when they're arguing about the 50-50 shit, if it was a rematch... And all that shit. I'm like, bro, that shit is crazy. That boy Tyson. And, like, Usyk is just trying to do this shit for his legacy, bro. He don't give a fuck about all that other extra shit. That boy is trying to go chase his legacy. Fury is out here trying to fucking greedy be belt. fucking just trying to be Apollo Creed or some shit and come out with, like, dancing movie scene and, like, all this extra shit, get paid a billion dollars and, like, fuck all that, bro. You're like, you need to add to your resume at the end of the day, too, to go after fucking Undisputed and stop being a fat fuck, That's how I feel about Fury. You keep saying you're the greatest heavyweight of all time. Greatest you can't be the great. No, nah, bro. I, I, I will stop saying he is one of the top heavyweights of all time. I promise you, if that boy retires without fighting Usyk, bro, I would promise you, I would never say that shit again, Running bro. Running from a cruiserweight, bro. Yeah, bro. 70 30. You have 24 hours to respond. Usyk in 10 minutes. If he loses the Usyk, really I'll still gas it. I'll still gas Tyson, even if he loses the Fury, uh, Usyk. But if he don't fight him at all and retires, bro. My thing about Usyk is the Usyk Tyson Fury thing is like, 
I feel like Tyson Fury has the best matchup against Usyk because he's so fast and because he can move like he does and he's so long. And, like, it just comes um, – they made a good – um on the live stream on Saturday, they made a good point about Tyson Fury might not want to lean on Usyk like he does Wilder and all them boys because, like, Usyk's so much shorter. Like, it's just going to be, like – it's just not going to be comfortable, especially when you're trying to get your hits off the clinch and shit. But – he has the best motherfucking style matchup well to beat Usyk. So I'm just like, what? This fight the most really frustrating part. It could have went either way. Well, you can say because Usyk beats everybody else by a mile, fucking long mile. So like, Fury is the one thing I was like, that that would be like, this is a great fight right here. So for Fury to want everything and still get everything, and then all of a sudden everything falls through. I'm just That's like, what shows that he doesn't. He legit doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to go through the process of probably going and fighting him, losing, and then and then probably had to get, get a fucking rematch or whatever he wants when he loses. He just doesn't want to probably lose again, at, like at this moment or lose in general. I don't think he ever lost, but yeah, he's undefeated. Yeah, but I don't think I don't I think, lost the bro, cocaine and strippers. Usyk will box his head off, even though Tyson Fury is known for being a very good heavyweight box like a boxer for a heavyweight, even though he's big as shit. But Jet be moving like a middleweight, but man, Usyk is like big fucking Lomachenko, bro. Like he's just and he's big, so he's gonna still have that pop to him, bro. And like Who did Usyk fighting the amateurs. He fought Sean Porter. Sean Porter, bro. That's but I, and then I think there's game. something Tyson Fury fought a similar fighter to Usyk style. I forget who it is. I remember I heard this before, but Usyk it was a southpaw like 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 Usyk style like a boxer. And it was a southpaw, and Tyson had trouble with them. So it's like that boy's really scared of Usyk's setup. Like his his fighting style, bro, is not like Wilder where he could go in there and try to knock it out. He might not be able to knock out Usyk, so that's what makes it crazy. But he's a bitch, though. Fuck all that. Stand, stand on it. Tyson, this bitch. This is new man. Podcast until further notice, bro. Yeah, facts. I'm anti Fury for now on. All you had to do was sign a contract. Yeah, now I'm back on board. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I still follow him. He's funny. <laughs> he, he is funny, though. He is, I'll give him that. He is funny. I ain't gonna lie, nigga, funny as hell. You're a big dosser. Uh, but all right, we've been uh, we've been. The, you don't get the three amigos often, so we had it. We had we started rambling. We covered a lot more than just the plant Benavides fight. We just covered the Tyson Fury Usyk contract negotiations. We'll keep you posted. Eight boxing. Hopefully that shit. Hopefully that shit gets better. But one thing that we did get promised and got plant Benavides happening this Saturday. Stay tuned. Fucking don't miss the Jesus Ramos, Joey Spencer fight, Chris Colbert, uh, Jose Venezuela, uh, Cody Crowler versus Abel Ramos. With that boy Marcus is taking the big underdog Ramos here. Before y'all head out, as always, drop a like, subscribe to the channel, comment your picks. You know, your host, I'm Paul Pickham Winham Concha. That was Kev Water Voice of Voice, special guest for this episode, Marcus Primetime Penley. And this is Totally Blitz Podcast. And if y'all didn't know, well, now y'all know, motherfuckers. We've been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been.
with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes, this ain't not new. And it's season maxing, all I'm saying is true. You better stop your capping, lacking really your ass all in the past.